Welcome to Sound Business, the podcast that reveals how sound affects your business outcomes, from the productivity and well-being of your staff, to your sales and profit, your brand value, your marketing effectiveness, your customer experience, and all your key relationships. I'm Julian Treasure, Chairman of the Sound Agency and five-time TED speaker, with over 100 million views for my TED Talks about sound, and I'll be your guide as we discover the power of sound to boost your business's success, as well as your own happiness, effectiveness, and well-being. This week in Sound Business, I'd like to have a little rant, really, about the form of sound that loses more business than any other in the world. And I'm talking about billions of dollars a year of business that's lost because organizations are messing this particular sound up. Can you guess what I'm talking about? It's telephone sound. When we call an organization and have a conversation, that conversation, the other end of that conversation, is the experience of the organization to us. And yet so many organizations are doing this poorly, largely in pursuit of cost savings, I have to say. And because the cost to them of the lost business is invisible, they're not aware of the angry hang-ups and slamming downs of phones, that they can get away with it. Now, I can understand using modern technology to handle calls in an efficient and effective way, especially for organizations that are big, global, have thousands and thousands of calls coming in every week or even every day. But there are ways of doing this that don't upset people, and there are ways of doing it that do. And I'd like to give you some tips about the two most common ways of handling this enormous call volume. And even for a small organization, these tips will be very valuable to you. So first of all, let's deal with the case of call handling systems, automated call handling systems. Press one for this, press two for that, press three for the other. How many times have you hung up in frustration on such a system? We all have, haven't we? Largely, sadly, these systems are designed by technical people, not checked out by marketing or user experience or customer experience people. It's absolutely crucial to follow some good guidelines, which I see done almost nowhere. Almost everybody falls into the traps of these systems, leaving their customers feeling angry, frustrated, not considered and not served. The kind of traps I'm talking about are having a menu of choices which is pretty restricted so that people get stuck in a dead end, not knowing where to go because the option they want isn't mentioned. Having no option to speak to real people and not using the clever modern technology options that I'm going to mention in a moment to give people real service and let them feel looked after and listened to. Most of all, please don't deploy the two most common lies in business now. One, your call is very important to us. So we're not going to answer it. We're going to let this system deal with it. Two, we're experiencing an unusually high call volume at the moment. So your call may take some time to be answered. It's not unusual. It's usual. It's probably because your call centers are understaffed because of COVID or you've got a cascade system running. Please be honest with people. People can see through those transparent lies. Don't deploy them. Let's talk about automated call handling and how to do it really, really well. Some guidelines. First, always offer 
a human alternative. At every level of the menu, have a standard option. It might be nine, it might be star, it might be hash to get into a queue and speak to a person, even if it's the very first level of the menu system. Older people really don't like these systems and many of them would always rather speak to a real person. If you want to be very kind, then give a wait time. That's a very good practice as well. So if you would like to speak to a real person, press nine. The current wait time is eight minutes. Then people know what their options are. Second, at every level of the menu, offer an other option. It is so frustrating to be in a menu where there are three options. None of them are relevant to what your question is and you can't do anything else. Every level should offer an other option. It may be possible for your system to let people record their query then. So you can assess it maybe with some rapid fire transcription software that puts that query onto somebody's screen. Alternatively, you can simply put all the other queries through straight to a representative and give a queuing time. At every level of the menu, please offer a back button, a reverse. Ideally, make this a consistent key choice throughout your system so that people can realize they've gone into the wrong place and get back out of it. Very often, you can't do that. The only option is to hang up and start again, which is very frustrating. If you want to be really nice, offer a callback. People love that and they can get on with their lives and you can call them back at your leisure. It's a good idea to give a rough idea of how long that might be. If it's going to be tomorrow or next week, then I might not choose it. On the other hand, if you can say, we will call you back within the next hour, well, that's fine. And that's a very nice option to offer people. Think about style as well as content. So the style of the recorded voice that you're using is representing your brand. And if you haven't done a piece of brand voice work where you think about the style of your organization, is it masculine or feminine? Is it older or younger? Is it formal or informal and cheeky? Is it laid back and calm or is it highly excited and energized? So you need that voice to represent your brand efficiently, effectively and accurately in the first place. However you set it up, secret shop it. Senior management should be calling into the company on a regular basis to test the way this works. It's frontline. This is one of the most important ways in which you interface with your customers. And if you don't know what's going on, that's a major miss. So that's call handling systems. Now, if we do get through to a person, very often that's in a call center. So let's talk about call centers for a moment. Very often that call center will be located a long way away. There's a huge boom in call center industries in the Far East, India, China, the Philippines, Malaysia. Growth rates over 40% a year for years and years and years. Because the labor there is possibly one-tenth as expensive as it would be in the older economies. So cost-wise, one can see why that's happening. But it does need to be managed very carefully because if you have people with a strong regional accent reading from a very limited script and responding to people thousands of miles away from a very different culture, you can get all sorts of problems happening. It needs to be quality that you're delivering all the time. So my first piece of advice when you're setting up a call center, wherever it is in the world, is never compromise on the quality. Check it, check it, check it. Train people until they get delivering exactly the quality of call handling that you need to represent your brand effectively. If you're outsourcing 
to a third party and not setting up your own call center, make sure it's a reputable operator, look at their track record, membership of relevant associations, testimonials from companies like you. And I always would recommend having a local manager, somebody on site who knows your company really well and can take those difficult calls that don't get managed by the script and that can't get answered by the local people. Make sure you control the style as well as the content that you define the style and that you're managing it carefully and that it represents you effectively. Use scripts as a fallback, really. Try to train people to be off script and to answer as human beings. Most people who are calling in get very annoyed when they can spot they're being delivered a script. And that's not too difficult to spot. And on top of that, almost all agents, when surveyed, said they were in favor of getting rid of scripts. They wanted to talk to people. So try to use scripts to the bare minimum. And most important of all, probably, don't get involved in the economics of speed to clear. This is a metric I've never really understood. I can see the point of dealing with calls efficiently and effectively, especially if you have thousands and thousands of them coming in. Uh, you don't want people hanging on for too long. On the other hand, if you get obsessed with time to clear, that is to say, minimizing the time you're speaking with your customers, well, the end point of that is not speaking to them. It's zero. And that's not a good place to be, is it? I was brought up to believe that speaking and listening to our customers is the most important thing we can do. So perhaps loosening the ties of time to clear a little bit and thinking in terms of quality of outcome, customer satisfaction surveys, that's a really important place to go. Secret shopping and reporting by an organization externally or by some of your own people, that is also a really important place to go. The key here is quality not cost saving. Saving cost is a fool's errand because you do not see and you're not aware of the number of slammed down phones and frustrations and people saying, I'm never dealing with that organization again. That's an invisible cost. And I can assure you it is enormous if you cut corners and deliver poor service on the telephone. So the last and most important thing that I want to re-emphasize is checking this. If the management don't dial in, if the marketing department don't dial in, you've got a huge potential black hole in your operation. And you could be upsetting thousands of customers a year or even a day for some organizations with a system that simply isn't delivering a quality service to people. Hanging on the telephone, not a good idea. And incidentally, just to finish, if you do have people hanging on the telephone, you need to think very carefully also about the on-hold sound you're inflicting on them. The most common experience that we all have is some hideously distorted music. Guys, the telephone was not designed as a musical device. Playing music down a telephone largely is a very poor idea, unless you have somebody who really knows what they're doing and can change the music, can apply digital signal processing to affect the music and make sure that it's not going to distort uh, the telephone. I've heard pop music being played at extreme volume, which is just hideous distortion. It's not a nice experience at all. Give people options. That's a nice thing to do. While you're waiting, we'd like to offer you three options. This, this, or this. Maybe some nature sound. Maybe a voice. Some information about your company. 
or an excerpt from your podcast. You can be quite imaginative and give people a nice experience while they're waiting for that three, five, or even 28 minutes that you're going to inflict on them, which of course you've told them all about in advance so they know exactly how long they're going to wait. So there we have it. Some thoughts about telephone sound. One of the biggest ways you can win by paying attention to sound in your business. Sound Business is brought to you by The Sound Agency, designing effective business sound since 2003 and is co-produced by Podcast Network Solutions, a full-service podcast production company who are ready to help you plan, record, produce and promote your message with podcasting. To find out more about how The Sound Agency can boost your business with bespoke sound and to grab your free copy of our four golden rules for sound, visit thesoundagency.com forward slash podcast.